Hey, hey, welcome to another episode of Two Truths and a Lie. I hope you're well. I'm your host, Uppy Chatterjee, and we've got our first international guest in quite a while on. It's Kevin Baird of Two Door Cinema Club. Indie pop dreamboat since like 2007. They've just dropped a new album called False Alarm, and they're about to return to Australia for a bunch of headline shows in November. So I jumped on the phone with Kevin calling in from Dublin. Here we go. Thank you so much for being on the Two Truths and a Lie podcast. Um, where in the world are you at the moment? Um, I am currently uh, lying down on the bed in a hotel in Dublin. In Dublin. Um, and I'm slightly worse for wear, um, but feeling feeling ready, pumped for the podcast. Are you Are you hungover? Like, how do I put this nicely? <laughs> yeah, there's no point lying to you. And I, I, I think I, it would be good to start getting my excuses, my excuses in early. Yeah. Lower your expectations. Well, hey, um, I like that you're hungover because it means you had a good night last night. And good nights come from good stories. <laughs> and this podcast is pretty much about great stories. Cool. So what's your first truth? My first truth is kind of a prank that uh, I played on Sam from the band mm. when we were uh, teenagers and we were at school. Um, I think it's kind of um, it's kind of almost too flattering to myself to call it a prank. <laughs> um, but in, in our school, we had uh, these like computers, you know, that you could do like homework or coursework or whatever. Yeah, the computer lab. On, and, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, ours is in the library, but oh, yeah. uh, essentially, essentially, I was in there one day and sitting next to this guy who I was friends with at the time. We were next to each other in the alphabet, so from like early age, we had to sit beside each other, but we were friends. Yeah. This guy called Chris Agnew, and he was quite computer savvy, and I wasn't. And he showed me this little trick where... On a computer, you can, um, you know, the way on if you're typing something on, mm. in a document, you always spell receive wrong and it auto corrects. Yeah. To the right I before E, you know? Yeah. Um, so he told, got, so we had to get into the settings and then you could, on one side, put in the word that you always spell wrong and then on the other side, put what you wanted it to correct it. <laughs> I know where this um, is going. <laughs> yeah. So, the context of this is all of us used to always forget our passwords for the computer. You had to change it like every fucking three months or something. Yeah. So it was on this big cycle of one person would go to the IT guy and be like, oh, I don't remember my password. And then he'd let you back in. Yeah. And then you and all your friends would use just one login. Oh, so you all that remembered was, was it collectively. Yeah. That's clever. So we just use one person's. So there's maybe like 10 people using this. <laughs> and at the time it was my login. So I sort of just auto-corrected lots of words like and <laughs> things like fuck. And, uh, <laughs> a lot of very immature words. And um, I sort of did that and then thought nothing of it. <laughs> and then maybe must have been... 
funny because parts of the story come out after it all gets found out. Mm. So essentially, we finished school and Sam was basically the final grades have come in. These are the grades that we're applying to go to university with. They're the the kind of things that depend upon us going to uni. And Mm. um, I get a phone call from uh, our music teacher and he's like so embarrassed and he's so angry. Right. And he's like, did you put a load of swear words into your final written coursework oh. for music? Oh, no. And he was like, no. I oh, didn't. he called Sam up. And then, yes. So essentially it kind of came out that Sam on the last day of school, while we were all like off, I don't know, going crazy, you know, on their last day of school, mm. uh, he was in the library furiously typing up his coursework because there'd been a problem with his one before and was kind of just going, why the hell does this keep auto-correcting to lose the swear words and lots of weird things? So he goes back and deletes it and types it again, doesn't realise that it auto-corrects again. Oh, God. And, uh, so he submits it. It's doubly embarrassing because the teacher was supposed to read it and obviously just, yep, yep, that's fine, and sent it off. Oh, so, true. Yeah, they uh, didn't even read it. Yeah, it was quite bad. And, <laughs> uh, then it it uh, it was very lucky because by the time this all came out, we'd already left school, and they were sort of saying I'd probably be expelled <laughs> if uh, if I'd been a year younger. Wait. So what happened? Like, did he get into uni with the coursework? Uh, they said allegedly it didn't affect his grade. Oh, that's amazing! They trusted that it was a it was a prank played by a friend because the teacher gave a character reference that Sam would never do anything of the sort. <laughs> I think I think the examiners thought we were te- he was testing them to see if they actually read the coursework. Um, so yeah, that was quite bad. Wow. <laughs> How does it feel to know that you almost ruined his future? Uh, in a way, none of, none of us went to university anyway because we were like, yeah, we're going to be in this band. So we'll see how the band goes. So I'm very glad that the band the worked band out worked, so I don't yeah. have his, his, uh, <laughs> his future on my shoulders, you know. How funny. That's so good. That's very clever. At first, when you started saying the story, I thought maybe you, um, the autocorrect thing worked on the password. So I thought maybe you would say that no one else could log in because it kept autocorrecting the password into something not uh, the password, which is actually next level manipulative. But, <laughs> um, that is next level manipulative. Yeah. No, that's awesome. That's funny. Does So does Sam know that you did it? <laughs> Uh, yeah. He does. He knew right away. Oh, as, <laughs> uh, soon as soon as he as found out. He got out. the call, he was just like, he was like, that must have been Kevin. <laughs> Amazing. It was payback. It was payback? It was payback. Because oh, they, I... he, he has a joke to me, saved in every single folder on my computer, top of calendars of firemen, top of headshots <laughs> of firemen. Wait, and male firemen? To the point that it was like, yeah. It was just my desktop in every single folder on the computer. Like, uh, it was. It took me so long to get rid of it all. So, is this a school anyway. computer or your private? Like, yep, school computer. Wow. Yep, school 
the computer. I'm surprised pre, you guys pre- got any work done. Serious firewalls. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We didn't really, to be honest. Well, that's why you're in a band. That's why we're in a band. <laughs> um, um, I guess a second truth. Yep. Do you want me to continue? Yes, please. It kind of feels like, I don't know, a li- not payback a little bit from for Sam, but he got to witness me doing something very, very, very stupid. Um, <laughs> I, I, I I bought some new bed sheets. <laughs> And uh, I took <laughs> shook them out of the package, and, and uh, I'm sitting on the end of my bed, and I, I just can't find the opening where you know you put the duvet, or sorry, the doona, as you would call it, um, into the sheets, you know, into the the, the duvet cover. Wait, I'm wait, 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 wait. You can't find the opening on the actual duvet cover to put the duvet yeah. in. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yep. So it's like a, it's just a sealed it's like a sealed rectangle. Yeah. Yeah, go yeah ahead. but you know, usually like there's little buttons at yeah. one end or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I can't find that end. <laughs> and I'm thinking, What what the what the hell is what what is with these bed sheets? They must be And then I was like, Ah, okay and I find this sort of this end and I sort of see this like loose thread. And in my brain at the time, I thought it must be like a suit pocket. When you first buy a suit, <laughs> there's this little <laughs> stitching, you know, that you pull yeah. out so that other people don't put their hands in the pockets. And I thought, oh, well, that's clever. That must be it. Why would they do so I that? I pulling at this. I know. I start <laughs> pulling at this thread. And uh, it's, coming not, it's coming out, but it's not... It's not, it, not in the same way as it would in a suit. And I think, right, this is going to require a bit more effort. So I got a pair of scissors. <laughs> Start, you know, pulling the thread out with the scissors. And I get about, like, maybe a foot into it, you know, like I've cut, like, yeah. you know, 30, 40 centimetres out of it. And, and it started, it's opening. I've got an opening now that's like 30 centimetres. And I just sort of turn around and Sam is sort of like over my shoulder just like hissing himself laughing. Because like, he's like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, why are you taking, why, why, why are you cutting open your bed sheet? And it turns out I just, I'd missed the hole where it was supposed to be and I was just cutting up one of the seams. <laughs> Uh, for for uh, and I think it was probably just a very cheap bed sheet that they'd left the stitching out quite badly. Yeah. But um, yeah, that one was. He, he still makes fun of me, just attacking the bed sheet with a pair of scissors. So there was an opening. Oh yeah, there was. <laughs> I was basically cutting down lengthways of of the, of the bed sheet of the duvet cover. Oh, that's hilarious. Oh, I love that. I love that this story is just so, like, as stupid as it is, it's so relatable. Just the struggle of trying to put sheets, like fitted sheets or a duvet cover, on your bed. It's it must be the hardest thing about adult life, <laughs> or so it feels. Well, all I would say is, if you have two holes, which I then did, <laughs> it's much easier. <laughs> 
It's now a tube. Much easier to get a hand in. Yeah, 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 exactly. Get your hand in a multiple angles to pull the, the doona all the way up. <laughs> That's the trick. That's what all doona covers need. Two holes. Yeah, I think I... Yeah, I didn't want to admit defeat on it for a while, so I definitely used it. And Did it was you? sort of fraying. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and how long ago is this? When was this stupidity from? years ago all right all right that's a fair fair while ago i don't know how old you are but that sounds like maybe it's possible <laughs> i by my calculations i would be would have been 23 at the time <laughs> all right so old enough but also old enough yeah, to know better possible. but possible i'll i'll pay it i think i've done stupid things at 23 okay. <laughs> so good. Um, okay, what is your lie? My lie is... Um, one of those things kind of just like... not got out of, Kind of got out of control a little bit of people just not really reading the original thing that we said. Mm-hmm which was very, very obviously a joke. And then, and it being kind of sarcastic, but like, then, you know, some news outlet shares it from some other news outlet. And <coughs> excuse me, and then it just snowballed into this thing. Yep. Uh, well, like a game been, of Chinese whispers, like, but not really. Yeah. Yeah. I think one of the first times the band went and played in, uh, Washington DC we were kind of being like the show was really good and we were sort of thinking wouldn't it be really funny after the show we were like a show, we were sort of doing like a on Twitter or something whatever it was at the time like what an amazing show thank you so much DC for, for coming today or whatever and, mm can't believe that Obama was there. <laughs> and it was something like that. It was even more obvious that it was a joke. And then it was a picture of one of us with this terrible cardboard cutout of Obama oh, that was yeah. looked... In no way did... It didn't even look like him, let alone did it... Was it... It was very obvious that it was a cardboard cutout yeah. and very two-dimensional. <laughs> and then... <laughs> and then... People just sort of started saying that Obama was a massive fan, and then we got asked about this for years. Oh God! It's like, how does it feel that Obama Obama's a big fan? So in the end, we just kind of thought, "Fuck it!" Like, what's he gonna do? We're just gonna say he is. Um, yeah. And then we just made up all these lies, just compounded it by being like, "Yeah, yeah, there's a secret tunnel, you know, from the White House actually to this venue, you know." Oh my We're not God. believe that oh yeah oh, absolutely and then lie became full circle because his daughter one of his daughters actually is a big fan and you know has come to shows so in a way no way who knew we were talking who knew we were talking about Barack <laughs> we, we were talking about a different Obama that's true Miss Obama 
Miss Obama. Yeah. Miss Obama. Oh, how funny. I, that's the thing. Hey, like, people just read a headline. They'll skim over it on Twitter, retweet it, add some some opinion to it, and be like, and then it just it just flames out of control like a bushfire. <laughs> exactly. So it was kind of like the original clickbait. Totally, and Except so we just did it, and we've made it ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> your own, your own, like gossip column. Um, where did you get the Obama cutout? Was it at the venue? Yeah, it was just at the venue, and no one and noticed it was, it was flat. Like, you know, no one noticed it was, and it was kind of probably, you know, wearing uh, I don't know, like a sort of Uncle Sam. Stars and Stripes top hat and like oh. you know, lots of maybe had like Halloween cobwebs over it or something. You know, it was very obviously like I can't like. <laughs> That's insane. That worries me about music media. <laughs> yep. Wow. So is this is this the first time you're saying like that really didn't happen, or did people kind of catch on eventually? Um, I think we just, depending on the mood, <laughs> when we got asked about it, just, you know, double down and, and, and lie and lie and lie on top of it, or yeah. we would just be like, no, I don't know. <laughs> depends how much in the mood we were to ask the question. At least, at least it's now a half-truth because of the daughters. I'm sure. I'm sure Sasha or Malia has told old Barack about you. <laughs> I mean, it stands to reason that you know he might have heard the music, and he you never know may have been there. he may have been there. We were in DC, so yeah. I mean, the I don't know. Service could have dropped dropped her off at the gig, and Obama could have been in the car going to a meeting, and yeah, totally doable. Needed a little bit of, you know, downtime after a tough day and running the free world. And, yeah. You know, just thought he'd, he'd uh, take a load off with some, uh, some Irish indie music. That's it. Needed a bit of a boogie. Speaking of, actually, yeah. I listened to False Alarm today. It's so good. Such good vibes. Oh, thank you. Are you guys excited to come back next month? I was going to say next week, but almost. Yeah, you know, we're really excited, actually. It's been a while since we've, um, we've been in Australia, and also, I feel like the last... It's been a long time since we've just come and... Well, we've come at a time that was, you know, your summer. Yeah. <laughs> um, we always seem to come during Splendour, which is amazing. But, but you know, then you go off and you do some side shows, and it could be a bit cold, and you're like, ah, Australia's supposed to be hot. Mm. Um so we're excited to come in your guys' winter, uh, in your summer, sorry. And, um, yeah, I'm really excited to kind of get back and, and, and play a lot of headline shows and a few festivals as well. We, you know, we love Australia and we love, the, we love touring there. So it's just a good vibe, you know. So we're, we're very excited. Um, yeah. Should be amazing. It's a short run too. So do you guys get some downtime off days around them, around the headline shows? No. No. Straight in and out. Um, I think we do, we get in, we do four shows in a row, have a day off, and then we do four shows in a row, and then we leave. And the day off's in New Zealand. 
Jeez. Um, so, yeah. Hectic life. Um, and, then, and then back to back home or touring somewhere else? Yeah, and then we... No, then we head home and then that's the end of touring for this year. Um, we start up again mid-January, but um, we have a good, good amount of time off um, in, the, uh, in December. So, yeah. Um, no, we're really excited and, yeah, it should be it should be really fun. It's fun to see, like, you know, when you don't come somewhere for two years, you know, it feels like it changes a lot. You know, mm. there's always new things and you're always kind of like, Saving like restaurants or coffee shops or bars or something in your phone, and then you go back and it's like, oh, it's oh, gone. It's gone. <laughs> <laughs> so it is kind of sad, but also kind of exciting to be like, oh, I find this new thing, and you know, it's good. Awesome. Australia has the best coffee. Oh yeah, I I won't even argue with that. We do. I don't think we got espresso in Ireland till about two thousand and five. Wow. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, so. We're more of a tea country, um, but uh, yeah, I love coffee, so I'm excited about that. Um, are you a yeah. um, are you a cold brew fan? Yeah, I don't fuck with cold brew. Yeah, it's a bit um, too bit too in your face, isn't it? Yeah, I don't know. I feel like it'll it could be you know 45 degrees. And I need a coffee. I'll still get the hot one and just be like <laughs> dripping with sweat trying just to drink this everywhere. thing. Yeah, I don't know why. I just find when it's, when it's cold, it can be really bitter and yeah. it's not that bad. Totally. I'm with you. I drink a mocha because I'm piss-weak coffee drinker. Oh. Uh, okay. Don't judge. It's tasty. Chocolate. I didn't, I didn't say anything. <laughs> you were like, and, uh. <laughs> um, I thought you said drink coffee. That's not coffee. No, it's, it's really not coffee. It's practically a hot chocolate with a dash of caffeine. <laughs> Kevin, thank you so, so much for this chat. Lots of fun. Yeah, thanks for uh, taking the time to speak to me. Pleasure, and thank you for your quick um, brain-racking for these stories. And, um, yeah, we'll see you down under next month for a nice hot summer. Yes, thank you very much. Thanks so much. Yes, I hope so. Hope you hang over. All right, thank you. (laughs) Me too. See you later. Bye. Bye.